uh, podcast of Destiny episode 14. I'm here at uh, Joe Bot Coffee um, with my good friend Ruben Gonzalez. How's it going, Ruben? Good, Dustin. Good to be here at uh, Dustin's Podcast, everybody. <laughs> yes. At Joe Bot Coffee. <laughs> That's the new name of this podcast. It's just Dustin's Podcast. <laughs> just Dustin's Podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, it's, it's actually yes. It's just Dustin's Podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, the JDP for short. Yes, yes. Um, we had some good food here. Um, we, I had the, uh, I, I, I think I'm gonna butcher this. I think it was the. Chagiao, Chagio. I could be totally oh, no. wrong. It's like an egg roll type thing. It was a, yeah. A, a, I had wings. Uh, there's only one type of wing on the menu, so just get the wings. And they were so good. They were that so good. They made your tongue numb. They made my tongue numb. So like in a but good that's way. Like, but in a, in a good, good way. In a good way. Like <laughs> it's, it just never sounds good. It hurts but so it's good. good. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think it's like because it was like the Asian like sesame oil. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. The oil like coated my tongue and like my water was just not. You know when, like, you feel like your water's not touching your tongue? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just goes past you, and you're like, it's a weird feeling. So. Yeah, yeah. But the wings, honestly, 10 out of 10. Yeah. I was not expecting them to be that great. I was telling Dustin before, like, you come to a coffee shop, and you never expect them to have full-on Chinese food. Like, they had Chinese food at this place, and it's a good place. It's yeah, a, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's, um, it's a good concept. You know, it's like, you, you, there's not a pastry in sight. Um, not a pastry you, you would, in sight. You would think there would be a pastries and things like that at this place, but... Uh, um, there, there, no need to be. You can have, uh, you know. Well, you want some pastries? Go to Starbucks. Yeah, yeah. Get a I, croissant. Yeah, go to, yeah, yeah. Go we over think there. You are. This is Cor- Joe corporate Bot. bullshit. All right, we got Joe Bot over here, and I don't know, I don't know if they like, did they? I don't think they changed the name because it, yeah, sa- it says Roosevelt anywhere. It honestly. says Roosevelt Point, but I think what they're saying is that's that, the that building this above is the us. Building. Because, yeah, I, I don't think that they – they would have made an announcement about changing the name or something. Yeah, downtown Phoenix is all like these residential apartments, and then on the bottom there's, like – Yeah. Business, like, every downtown, I guess, has that, right? Like, there's yeah. apartments, and then below them there's a bunch of businesses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, um, yeah, the food was great. Thank you very much, Jobot, uh, so Jobot for letting us uh, do this here. Um, we really appreciate it. So, everybody, come out to uh, downtown yeah. Phoenix and check out Jobot Coffee on Roosevelt and 3rd Street. One last note on the wings is that I really like – yeah. When wings have a sauce that yeah. you never have anywhere else, you know what I mean? Like, you go to B Does, you go to Hooters, they're gonna have the mild, they're gonna have the, you know, the, the garlic, whatever, yeah, dry rub. Like, you come to a place and they have like, I've never tasted this sauce, yeah, yeah, at another yeah. wing place. So it makes you come back for them. And like, they let they let us do it inside with the inside. AC, and the music actually is adding to it because you know with my podcast, you know, I use just regular vocal mics, right? So I, it's just picking up what we're saying, but. Maybe we'll just hear a little bit of music while if we're talking. you can't talking. hear it, it's like 90s R&B. It's, it's, good fit, it's fitting, though, because you have a music podcast, Very which fitting. we will get into later. Later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tune back in. But um, right now, um, I just wanted to talk to you about uh, just how we met. We met in the, in the Phoenix comedy scene, um, just at, at uh, open mics. I believe me and you met for the first time probably at, what, El Charo Hipster or something like that? I think like El Charo's that. where we met, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But... Um, you uh, you performed on my festival, my festival of destiny that I had in my backyard at my house, um, and you killed it. It was a fucking great time. Thanks, man. Um, what was your favorite part of the festival? How about <laughs> uh, honestly, man, it was just a good vibe altogether. Like you, th- like so. Dustin has this. I don't know if you've done a podcast since you've been in that house. Yeah, but, yeah, no, um, I haven't. No. So no. Let's, yeah, so let's yeah, talk about the, Dustin's house. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Your yeah. house is awesome. I don't know how you found it. I want to find out, but yeah, uh, just like the, his backyard setup is so crazy and cool, and like you're throwing comedy shows there, you're throwing karaoke nights, and like I love it, dude. I absolutely karaoke love it. night tonight. Actually, karaoke tonight. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. The festival was great, man. I think like I was like even I was a little bit like it's gonna be weird. like how's he gonna pull it off? There's so many comics. 
There's so many artists. Like, how is this going to be? But I think once everyone started vibing and the drink started, everyone got a little drunk. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. It became just, like, this great, awesome, like, not a, not even quite, like, a party, but, like, it was a full-on festival. Like, everyone was interacting, and, like, I yeah. met a bunch of comedians I hadn't gotten a chance to meet yet. Yeah, it was, was cool. And it was a festival. It was, like, a mini festival for sure, but it was definitely the vibe, right? Because it started at 3.30. It went all the way till midnight. Yeah. So it was an, at, at the end, it definitely felt like I was at a fucking festival because yeah. I was drained. I was so stressed out before the show, before the festival, like the week of, or the, maybe even just like the three weeks before that, actually. But then once everybody started showing up, oh my god, just the stress was, was just just fading away. Even even if even though I had to do so much shit, I was stressed out during the festival. But it was a good stress. It was me, you know, running around like a maniac, but knowing in the back of my head <laughs> that everything's going right at the same time. Yeah. And you said um, the stress of probably like wanting it to go well. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. I'm glad it did. I'm glad it went well. And though. I had a lot of people who helped me out on deck, you know, on on the, at the house who lived there, like like Cam Sneed. One of my roommates and good friends, comedian, hosted yeah. the whole entire festival. Yeah, what seven he hours? Set a record. That's insane. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, shouts out to Sh- uh, K- Cam Sneed, <laughs> but um, and also uh, um, Jacob Jacob Rodriguez, one of my roommates and good friend. Uh, he helped help make the stage. He helped yeah. out a lot with the festival. I walked into your backyard, and the first thing I was I was greeted by was him just handing me a big bong. Oh, nice. And I was like, what <laughs> hospitality, man? This is great. Like, yeah, what a way yeah. to enter a thing, you know? Yeah, we got a hippie uh, commune vibe going on there. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna um, f- we're gonna do uh, taking we're gonna film taking Woodstock two there. <laughs> and you know what, Ricky? Ricky, shout out to Ricky. She was yes, yes. All Ricky, over the oh place. yeah, Ricky as well. Sorry, I, I was gonna get I was gonna get to more people like Ricky was helping out with the food and. Uh, Helping make things. Uh, I saw her like mediating. She was like making sure everyone was taken care of. Yeah, so. yeah, absolutely. A lot of uh, a lot of good friends uh, on deck. You know, helping with a, a hand. You know, um, it's great, man. I really like. To me, like, I don't know. Like, I don't even think it's it's fully happened yet. Yeah. But your yard and what you're doing, I think, is so important for the scene. Yeah. Like, comedy's been on a hiatus because of the, the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And I think, like, since your yard is here and since you have this house mm-hmm. going, like, I, to me, I've always wanted this. Miami, we never had anything like this where it's like, yeah. you know, you go to comedy shows, you go to an open mic, you go to a bar. But to have somewhere where you can really hang out with other comics and, like, interact and just, like, have fun. Yeah. And it, it, it's still a mic or it's still a show, but at the same time, you're just hanging out and it's like a big party and I feel like that's such an important thing for a comedy scene to have a place mm-hmm. where people can come together and like feel like a little community. Yeah, exactly. At the festival, I uh, I always like to point out, you know, um, uh, it was interesting to, to see that, you know, we, ha- we had a band play there. We had two, we had two musicians, one was a rapper, but one band, a full band and um, we pushed the seats back against the bus, right? Like um, yeah. for the band, and then we didn't. What we didn't do, which we should have done, was move the seats back after the band was over, right? Oh. But we kept the seats back against the bus for the rest of the show, and the comedians after the band had to deal with this big distance. And I didn't really realize it. The big gap. I didn't realize it until uh, like a few days after the festival festival huh. was over that, you know, it's like stand up. You need to have people right in front of you i think that's my opinion but no one sits in the front anyway right so like yeah but you even know. then yeah but even then like there was nobody even in like the stand this the normal seating area at all but like um like even but like jared campbell the headliner crushed like crazy yeah but i noticed like me and a few other comedians like it was like it's hard to um like chris erb had to deal with it 
the, the band was playing, and the, or no, they were about to play, but then they they couldn't. There was something wrong with the guy's amp. So then we had to go get an amp. So all their seats were moved back, but, oh. but the band wasn't about to play. So Chris Erb had to fill that time in. So yeah. he was the guy that had to really take um, the bullet, I guess, right there. And uh, shouts out to Chris Erb. He's he's fucking hilarious. Shouts out. I don't think I've seen him yet. But he had to take a, a, a really hard spot after after the band was was about to play, but di- but didn't. But you know what, though? Those are the things when you're a comedian that are, are the good things. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are the challenges you need as a comedian. Like... If it's all comfortable and cushy, then like it's never gonna yeah. uh, push you forward. You know what I mean? Like, if you're performing to some people way in the back, or you need to like, it teaches you how to get the attention of some people. Yeah. Like even right now, to doing this doing this podcast with you, like if there was a comedy show in here, like there's been places in Miami I've done comedy that are very similar to this, like breweries. Yeah, yeah. And man, like if you talk quiet or that you don't catch their attention, mm-hmm. it's just like you drowned out by the audience. And in Miami, it's like people My, are fo- oh, way, way more focused on partying. They than, don't give uh, a shit <laughs> about the comedy. So doing, like, doing blow. <laughs> yeah. So in Miami, you really have to like learn really quickly how to like, it, it taught me quickly how to like, how to, first of all, do comedy to no one. Yeah. yeah uh, you yeah. know, do comedy to some people's backs. Uh, so you, you get comfortable bombing. Yeah. But also like it teaches you like when to project the type of rooms you have to draw them in because if you're in a little place like like improv mania such an intimate room mm-hmm. uh you can talk you know very casually you can talk very calmly uh but if you're in a situation where the crowd is not really paying attention you have to really like actually yell you have to like project and like and then once the people are start laughing mm-hmm. then they'll turn around and they'll watch the comedy show yeah but it's those little things you have to learn in comedy like how to how to get an audience's attention in different situations. So yeah. it's like a weird combat training, what all the comics do. You know, sometimes, yeah, you do have to do that. You have to project and get get someone's attention. And there's a, I guess there's like a weird area with that because like, I mean, one time I was like, you know, trying to do that at Spinelli's in Tempe when they used to do an open mic. Down yeah. there. That's a notorious for a, of a place, you know, where you're trying to get people's attention. They don't give a fuck. They don't give a shit. And then like, you know, I did that. I was like, I was uh, talking, um, you know, pretty, pretty loudly. And one guy I heard uh, saying after my set was over, like he was like, Com- it, was, it wasn't a comedian, it was just a guy at Smelly. He's like, comedy isn't just shouting into a microphone. I was like, dude, I wasn't just shouting <laughs> into a microphone. I was just, I got pretty mad. But uh, If I didn't shout, you wouldn't have heard a word I said. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm doing my comedy. Fuck you, your pizza. Yeah, but it's whatever. I get um, it though too. At the same time, I also get it because like comedy is this weird thing where like you're kind of trapping people yeah, yeah, for yeah. five minutes. You know what I mean? Like some people didn't sign up for it, yeah. and you have to understand that too. Where you're like, all right, like if you, you know, like when people get up and they leave during my set, at yeah. first I was like, oh, how could they? You know, like yeah. I'm performing, I'm doing my art. How could you abandon my art? Yeah, that's a bit. That's now such it's like, a you know, slap in the face when you're doing stand up and people yeah. get up and walk out. It's like, but it's also the okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I feel like if I was watching a thing and I didn't want to see it, I'd yeah. be like. I'm gonna head out. Like it's okay. Like yeah. I think that's like that's a good place to be. Sometimes at just they like, just need to go, sometimes and sometimes yeah. they. Uh, sometimes they've been watching ten comics before you. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. They're yeah. tired. Like people that stick around for an entire open mic, like at Improv Mania the other night, there was people there that like that always blows my mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's people that go to a comedy show, and they'll watch like. 25 30 comedians yeah and they're not a comedian i'm like bless your heart you're <laughs> yeah. so nice because like i would oh, never. yeah the people who like basically sat through a marathon of comedians. Yeah, i, I yeah. honestly personally would never i like if i wasn't doing something if there was like 30 acoustic performers yeah 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 i'd support like 10 of them and then i'd be like yeah all right you know like it's okay like i, I understand when people like can't stick around for the whole thing or have to go somewhere like for those of you who are listening to my comedy i appreciate you thank you yeah yeah I love Mariah Carey's playing right now. Yeah, man. It's just, uh, 
It's um, who before we get into the, your podcast that's about music and stuff. Um, I wanted to talk to you about uh, like comedians that um, got you into comedy, things that okay. you know, mainly the history of comedy that you like, um, because you know a lot of people, the, a lot of newer comedians these days like to just talk about current comedians, like. But uh, I want to see like the history, like what kind of you know, yeah. yeah, the history of comedy that like you what enjoy. got me really into, yeah. So, um, I mean, when I was younger, I used to watch comedy all the time, but it was always like comedy always seemed not accessible to me because it was like these guys in these suits yeah, yeah, performing yeah. in these theaters and I'm like I don't know how to get into that you know yeah 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 um, but I started to like a lot of like I, I watched a lot of comedy but the one weirdly enough like the comic that made me realize like oh a lot of people like comedy it's not just me was was Dane Cook and like he's not even a comic that I would honestly say I listen to but like yeah. when his first album dropped my school like I sent a wave over my high school and people were just like quoting him left and right you'd be in the hallway and someone would be like I'm punching fucking bees in the face and you're yeah, like yeah, yeah. oh my god <laughs> and like you, you, I understood the impact that comedy had on people and culture Yeah. Um, and I was like whoa a lot of people are listening, are listening to comedy um, what got me like wanting to do stand up comedy um, I would say like yeah I started with a lot of black comedians you know like the kings of comedy I've been watching you know um, Bernie yes. Mac and dude I those that's guys. insane I that's the same exact thing for me that's yeah. like one of the things that got me into comedy was uh, kings of comedy the kings of comedy Bernie Mac uh, Steve Harvey yeah yeah uh, Cedric the Entertainer like those guys were just like watching them just like crush yes. watching people stand up and just like lose their minds and throw their hats off and like just like Cedric so the Entertainer funny. doing like uh, amazing act outs just yeah. like like the one where in Kings of Comedy where he's like uh, talking about how people cigarette smokers always like forget their lighter like <laughs> like looking for it and like yeah and they always like they always light their uh, they always light their cigarette a certain way like 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 they'll uh, they'll Very use dramatically. it like like this turn their head to the side like, like and then uh, yeah a guy that like takes forever to hold like grab his cigarette like. Real dramatic with it, like you know, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love, I love that shit. Um, I started on that, but then I was also, again, I was like, that's like they're doing comedy. I don't know what that is. I don't know how I could possibly do that. It's funny. Yeah. But then, like, I was like a little punk kid, so I was like, I don't relate to them really. They're wearing suits and top hats, and like, yeah. But then I found comics like Kyle Kinane. I found comics like uh, early ass like Joe Rogan, like people that were being like people that were performing in smaller places yeah. that were like kind of like saying things I related to more. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And then I just started branching out and then the internet and YouTube came around and I found a bunch of comics, you know, that I that I enjoyed and appreciated. Like, yeah, but Cal Kinane was one where I was like, he's a punk dude. He's talking about, you know, just being a punk guy and being like... Great voice. And drinking beer, great voice. And I'm yeah, like, yeah. he's like got a beard. He's like wearing punk t-shirts. And I'm like, okay, so people like me can do comedy. Yeah. And then when I really started to look into it more... I started to find like things like that show Flophouse we talked about. Yes. Where yeah. like your backyard is like if you the, haven't seen Flophouse and you're a comic, like the more uh, rural version of Flophouse. Yeah, like, well, Flophouse is pretty uh, like uh, was pretty like broken down or beat up too, right? Like the, yeah, in terms yeah. Of, like the, well, those are places where like many comics stay. Yeah, and, yeah, like, yeah. Spend, it's like it's like almost like a bra- It's like a a hostel. Yeah, but yeah. For comics, so okay. it's like yours yeah. is like you live there and you throw comedy shows. Theirs is like. If you're a comic, just come live with us for two months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like seeing stuff like that, and seeing stuff like the meltdown, yeah, uh, where it was like, co- like kind of alt comedy. Yeah. Or they were like a little nerdier comedy, where I was like, that's when I started to relate to comedy and be like, I think I want to do comedy. Like, yeah. I think um, that I can, I can do this kind of stuff. I used to do the open mic at Meltdown Comics. You did? Um, yeah, they used to have an open mic there at Mel- at the nerd the nerdist showroom. Oh man. Um, 
And yeah, that was like my favorite open mic for a long time, and then and then Meltdown or yeah. Comics just closed down. So um, that you, was you, you lived in California for a while, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. I was okay. uh, I was like a LA guy for nice. probably like three or four years. Did you like? Were you born here and then you moved to LA and came back? Yeah, I started in I started doing comedy in Arizona like in 2012, okay. but I like I didn't really take it seriously until I moved to LA in like 2015. Yeah. So. Um, Meltdown was like definitely a fucking staple in the LA comedy for sure, and it was really sad when it closed down for sure. For me especially, I loved going there for sure. Like, I loved it. Pete Holmes what? would do their their podcast or whatever. Uh, oh the, yeah, yeah, he used to record his podcast yeah, upstairs. Yeah, you, we would see him a lot and uh, Kumail Kumail Nanjani yeah. and they, they the would, first episode of Pete Holmes podcast was with Kumail. Yeah, yeah. I remember yeah. those early episodes. I, I love that podcast a lot. And I remember like. He'd be recording, and then you would hear in the background like roaring laughter, and he'd be like, "Who's who's crushing right now? Yeah, who's, yeah. What's going on down there? Yeah, it's probably Dustin. <laughs> it's yeah, probably, yeah. yeah. <laughs> my my friend Kenny Lyon has a what a legendary set there because he's known for getting naked at open mics a lot. Oh yeah. And at Meltdown, he got like butt ass naked, and he he like walked all, along the chairs like butt ass <laughs> naked and like. He took the micro he took the microphone cord and like flossed his ass crack with oh, it. Oh no. And like <laughs> the um when he when he was like when he got up on the chairs, the hosts and the people who run the open mic at Meltdown like turned the lights off. So it was funny because he tried Kenny was trying to like do this in the, in the light and shit and they just turned the lights like because I think Kenny like even like tried to take a light or something and put it directly on his dick and they they turned it off or something yeah. something like that. But that's a guy I'll have on the podcast and so awesome. put a Make sure he's um, naked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Our, um, so, like, moving back to Arizona, like, yeah. so you were in L.A., you got to experience comedy out there. Like, what made you want to come back and be home again? Like, what <laughs> made you... <laughs> Ruben, you're, Ruben's now interviewing me now. Oh, right, yeah, <laughs> sorry. I'm... No, but I'm, I'm just totally okay with that. But uh, <laughs> um, but what, would you, what did you say again? Hold yeah, on. like, what made you be back in, like, what made you, like, being, you're in L.A., yeah. and you, like, wanted to be home again, like, for the, you know, that's cool. Like, what made you come oh, back here? well, I mean, the pandemic, that's for sure. I mean... The first oh. night, the first, the, the night that the the first night that I saw people wrapping uh, around the grocery, the lines wrapping around the grocery store, in LA, I immediately moved back to Arizona the wow. next the next morning. Wow. I was like, I'm not doing this. Like, you foresaw that you I knew I knew what was going to happen. And they're still in a mess over there. Yeah, they're, they're still, still yeah. yeah, they're still they're actually getting back to normal. I mean, the comedy store like right now is like yeah. reopening. They're about to have roast battle there. Laugh Factory too. Um, yeah, yeah, like they're about to have roast battle at the comedy store. Like, they're making everybody vac- show a vaccine or a COVID a, a negative COVID test or whatever. But um, which is okay or whatever. At least they're making some steps. Let's hope that that's not what they're going to do forever because I know that these days things like to happen in society and then and then like people like to act like it's not going to keep happening but then they just i think people are afraid of of uh of uh things going back to normal or change and things like that like yeah they don't they don't like the they want to keep going with things like it, it it's like we, we saw that with the mess right i mean so like, yeah let's hope that we, let's hope that the places can get to the point where it's fine if we need to do a little a little period where we do have people sh- prove that they're vaccinated yeah and then prove that they you know they have the negative covid test but if we do start seeing numbers go down then let's just start going back to completely to normal yeah and then we can act like all of this never happened how about that and that would be amazing feeling be, well, hopefully it's like polio one day really polio yeah the, it will. Polio. i honestly think it will it will just be a thing remember covid remember like covid yeah, remember days? covid yeah covid day. it will just totally be when i was younger 
year we had to get vaccinated. Yeah, we during, had to, there was a thing called COVID. Yeah, yeah. And our kids in the future will hopefully and I'm never. I'm totally ever okay have with it. that. I'm starting to yeah. become a lot less bitter about the situation, even if there are some fishy things that I find about a lot of things that happened last year. I am willing to just move up, move on. I don't. Yeah. I know that we all, everyone, kind of is just dealing with the same fucking situation. Whether it's like if you support or believe everything that's going on or you, you know, find some things that are fishy, whatever. Yeah. It doesn't matter. We're all, we all like are going through through weird shit and not knowing exactly what's going on. Yeah. The government's fucking with us. We all know that. It's weird when you have to like, when society gets shaken up. Yeah. There's no way that that all of us are going to agree ever. Yeah. Like, there's yeah. no way that we're all going to be on the same page. Yeah. Like I felt like that at first. We we're like, there's gonna be a little bit of a shutdown. Everyone's like, "All right, let's shut it down for like a week or two. We're all on board for that. Yeah. And after that first week or two, it was like, "Oh no!" Like, yeah, everyone first, was like, yeah, "Fuck said, you!" We just then, need 14 days. Yeah. And we'll flatten and we'll have flattened the curve. Some people were like, "More shutdowns." Some people yeah. were like, "Fuck the shutdown!" So like, so then that is the problem. It's like you'll never get people to be on the same page ever yeah. with anything. So I'm not. I guess like I'm not gonna deny the fact that yeah, the reason maybe the reason why the 14 day thing didn't work out was because people were not following the rules. That's but what I'm saying. I feel like if we just shut down, I have my real, own. You know, I have my own thoughts. Yeah, and man. I, that I've gotten into it, but I, but I won't get it's, into it's, them it's, now. It's hard to, it's hard to like, um, to like, it's hard to like think about that shit too often because it just stresses you out. It makes you mad. You know, like when you're like, we think about the way people are are dealing with things. We think the way that people are handling things. Like, yeah. at the end of the day. All you can really control is like Dustin's little world. Yeah, All yeah, I yeah. can control is Ruben's little world. Like, yeah, we can't. These people out here, I can't tell him how to live. Yeah, you yeah. know, it's like it's hard. It's too hard to like have to like try to take on the burden of like mm. being mad at people for the way that they were reacting to it. It's like I'm gonna react the way I'm gonna react, and yeah, my friends around me. Hopefully. Um, I wanted to uh, wanted to get into uh, your podcast. Yeah, um, your podcast. It, that I've been on, I've been a guest yeah. on your podcast. It's uh, it's called playlists, playlists with, with people. Playlists yeah. with people, and uh, the concept of your podcast. Why don't you explain to the audience a little bit? Yeah, so we have a guest on the podcast. I had Dustin on. We did uh, a guilty pleasure song. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I love making playlists. I love music, and like my like love language, I say is like giving people playlists. Like if you're my friend, yeah. If you want music, hit yeah. me up, and I'm gonna give you a playlist. Like, yes, yes. If you show me a band, I'll be like, oh, that's cool. Here's five other bands that sound like that. That that's you a might fun like. thing that's been a little bit lost, right? Like yeah. g- giving a girl a playlist. It's like the mixtape. Like. It's yeah, like the yeah, burn yeah. CD. Mixtape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now it's playlists. So like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love playlists, and I just want to find out. Like whenever I would hang out with my friends, I would always ask them like, "What are you listening to lately? What have you been into?" And so music is how I relate to people. So I want to talk to comedians I like and people I like mm-hmm. and find out what what you're listening to and what you like musically. Yeah. Um. And so I thought the podcast would be fun to just make a playlist together yeah. where it's like you choose a song I choose a song and then um, so we do it kind of like based on like a topic or a genre yeah. sometimes we'll just do like a genre like ska or punk with yeah. Dustin it was it was a topic where we like, let's make a playlist yeah. of guilty pleasure songs that we w- don't really admit to people mm-hmm. we like and it's, it's been fun man and I really enjoyed having you on yeah we did a guilty pleasure playlist of all songs I listened to that playlist for like two days straight <laughs> yeah. I was like these are all amazing songs like, yeah 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 you shouldn't feel guilty about this I, I, like, I, I gotta like, keep repeating that Aqua Aqua is, is just so Dude. fucking good it makes me happy. It makes when I'm in a bad mood and I put on Aqua, I immediately am you happy. You can't be mad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 90s techno like that, like bam, 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 yeah, bam, yeah, bam, yeah. Bam, 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 The Venga Boys. Yeah, 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 yeah. There was a there was an aquarium in Miami called the Miami Seaquarium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like a rip off SeaWorld, like a very small, mm-hmm. janky operation. Yeah. But um, 
every like dolphin show, yeah, they have like '90s techno playing. So they'd have like Aqua. They'd have like Sweet Dreams Are Made of These. Like oh, uh, it was fucking like a, Ace of Bass. Yeah, I fucking love Ace of so, Bass. So like whenever I hear that kind of music, I always just think of dolphins now. Like I <laughs> think of dolphins doing backflips. Ace of Bass is great. I fucking um, uh, that's that's something I might get into in terms of karaoke night when I when I have Ace karaoke night. But um, what are some bands? I have my Spotify right here. Yeah. Um, what are some new bands that you are into right now that you would recommend? Some new bands. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. You know what's weird is lately I've been more into like. Um, Artists like solo, art, like I've kind of like, I I grew up listening to a lot of like punk, hardcore, like shit like that. But like lately, I haven't been discovering new stuff in that category. Like, what kind of music, what kind of like genre have you been into lately? And I'll give you something that I've been lately. Um, to. I mean, I usually am into a lot of different shit. Um, but I feel like stuff that like has been fascinating to me a lot lately is um, there's this crew, um, Dark World. Shark World? Dark, dark, no, shark. Oh, shark. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be hilarious. No, Let's uh, make a band called Shark World. Dark please. World. Dark They're World. They're like a collective. Okay. Um, you ever heard of like DJ Lucas? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, like um, it's like a bunch of like uh, dudes from like uh, like Massachusetts and shit. Okay. Uh, like Jersey, Massachusetts, stuff like that. Maybe even New York, I guess. But like um, they, they make uh, really interesting beats and then their lyrics are really interesting and flows are interesting. Yeah. And it's like that, it's kind of like, uh, like anti rap sometimes, but like still really good. It's like, yeah. cause they, cause they use like weird samples. Like one, like DJ Lucas has this beat where it's like, uh, the Goo Goo Dolls. Okay. Like, cool. uh, that song, uh, and I don't want the, the world to see. To yeah. See I think me. it's that song. They use the beginning. He uses like the beginning of that song in the beginning. That's cool. And then it turns into like a beat with like, like a, like hi hat, like triplet hi hats and like yeah. those hip hop snares and things like that. So I love shit like that. So it's like hip hop. It's like a, like, it's like a, it's a kind of like a tribe called quest. Like they all rap verses or is it like, well, uh, they like, they do a lot of auto tune singing, but then they okay. rap too. Like they're all there. They have like good flows. They have yeah. like, but like, so, so it's like the, it's like kind of like the Gen Z rap, like that new rap. That's, yeah. And they don't, they yeah. don't take themselves seriously. Their that, music yeah. videos are like kind of jokey, yeah. but they're not, they're not comedy rap by any means. Right. They're just like, they're just, they're just, yeah, they, they, have, different. they have personalities. It's punk rock rap in my way, in my, yeah. it's, but they don't, it, they don't like do that thing that is also done these days a lot where they completely mix punk rock like pop punk and yeah, hip hop yeah. like uh it's happening a lot yeah know. like that one guy uh what's that one guy trippy red well there's trippy red and then he there's put out um, a whole pop punk smart, album smart death smart, uh, i never heard yeah, of smart smr smrt death okay. whatever um he he mixes he mixes a lot of like pop punk mixed with like the hot the hip hop yeah. trap samples and yeah. things like that right it's weird how yeah. uh emo emo and like pop punk came back yeah. But it didn't come back through emo kids. It came back through rap. Yeah, it did. It's like it's like so interesting. E yeah. Emo is back, but it's like a rap like now it's like rap culture. Yeah. It's like people wear like choker necklaces and like if yeah. you know the hot topic now, it's probably a bunch of like like black teens. X and X, like, X X yeah. Tentacion or whatever, he did a lot, uh I feel like he had like a lot to do with it. Um yeah. that there's that one album where it had like a lot of acoustic shit and him just singing on it and yeah. stuff. What's and his name? Lil uh, Lil Peep. Lil Peep. Um, he was big on that. Suicide Boys. Suicide Boys. Um, even so, yeah, just like these guys, like Dark World. They yeah. e e earlier on, like they they've been adding that inf that that stuff, that vibe, like that emo shit and like punk stuff, um, basement shows, things like that. But yeah. what were we about to say? You up this up this alley of music. So yeah. that's how I kind of do it. Like if I'm, I don't I don't know what you're talking about, and then yeah. I kind of have some artists. So like lately, I've been listening to a guy a lot. 
uh, one of my favorite artists right now, like in this category. Yeah. Uh, his name is Baby No Money. I don't know if you listen. Okay. To him. Yeah. It sounds kind of like familiar. It's like B B N O and then dollar sign. Okay, Baby No Money. And he <laughs> raps with this other guy named Young Gravy. Yeah, yeah. Young and they're Gravy. They're so fun, okay. man. And they're so like. Yeah. Like you described with. I th think I've heard of Young Gravy before. Is that yeah. a white guy? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've heard of I've heard of Young Gravy. Yeah. yeah. He's actually so pretty sick. I heard of him first, and then he raps with his friend a lot. Yeah. Who's Baby No Money? Yeah. But I ended up liking Baby No Money's music a lot more. Yeah. And I actually have been like just like super on him, man. Like. There's this really dark rapper, uh, like dark dark rap, like uh, Dylan Fran. No, not, not Dylan Francis. Dylan Francis. That's is the like EDM, that's the yeah. fucking EDM guy. Yeah. No, his name's fucking ah oh, fuck. Uh, it's gonna be mute or moot moot. But uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, I don't know. Let's not. Uh, it's really good though. But like I like that. Like little ugly Mane. Um, you know, yeah. you know little ugly Mane. You ever heard a little? I've heard of him. I don't know if I know yeah. he can say a song off the top of my head. Yeah. But you know what? I really like What's some other bands like the you like bands or other thing. Anything right now? That yeah, you're yeah. Just... So other than that, like as far as like bands go, like pop punk or whatever, or like yeah, yeah. or just punk. Or yeah, um, there's a lot of good like little punk like punk bands right now. There's uh, but it's, uh, there's a band called Spiritual Cramp. Okay. From San Francisco. Okay. Fucking love them, man. Nice. My friend showed me them, and like they are. Um, their album is so. It's actually the live last live show I saw. Yeah. Before the pandemic, I went to. A, uh, they were at a Rebel Lounge. Oh, nice! I love Rebel Lounge. Shouts They're out to Rebel Lounge, man. They um, they have punk music, but they also play like this weird, like kind of like, almost like a uh, rock. Should I, should I like their newest album, uh, Television? Oh, they have a yeah, yeah. That's a good album. 2018. Yeah. I'm gonna like Listen that. Listen to that. One. It's very interesting. Um, yeah, yeah. A lot of good punk bands are happening right now. Like, uh, there's a band from the UK called Chubby Chubby and the Gang. Okay. Chubby they're also really good. What, um, what kind of style are they? Which they're say? also just like punk. Like it sounds like older punk, like from the maybe like the eighties or nineties. Like okay, um, it's like but it's really good stuff, man. There's there is some good punk music coming out right now. Yeah, yeah. A lot of it's not happening in the U.S. though. Like it's weird. Yeah. I think some of the best punk right now is coming out of like Australia, the U.K. Mm -hmm. um, but Spiritual Cramp is from San Francisco. They're fantastic. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, but I have listened to a lot of Gen Z rap and like a lot of newer rap and like I really like it, man. I um, yeah. Because I'm like a, I grew up as a punk. That's a kid. good way of describing it, by the way, Gen Z rap, because yeah. that's totally yeah. what it is. <laughs> I I was calling it millennial rap for a while. Yeah. And I just found out that I'm a millennial, and I think you are. I'm t I'm on the cusp, but I am a. And like I'm young kids nowadays with like face tattoos and SoundCloud, like they're yeah. Gen, they're not even millennials. I thought they were they were millennials. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I found out we're the millennials, and they're the Gen Z. It's, like <laughs> yeah. a, whole, it's a new generation. Yeah. I mean, um, Let's call it Gen Z it's rap. interesting that a lot of it is like that suicide shit, right? Yeah. Really dark of talking about. Uh, the thoughts of suicide yeah. and thoughts of things like that. Um, but growing up as an emo kid, which I is maybe like, oh, I like this. Maybe it's helping a little bit, you know, um, really uh, making it okay to express yourself. Yeah. Um, you That's know. what emo music did. Is yeah, emo, emo music was like, yeah. you were this teenager and like your parents your emotions, didn't understand yeah, and like yeah. they, your parents were, you know, fucking ragging on you and like. Teenage angst. Teenage angst. Yeah. It's like kids, teenagers. Because even like, uh, what's it called? Uh, uh, from first to last, that was yeah. a, that was a band that was really heavy on the teenage angst and like the fucking. Uh, my other album is called My Teenage Angst Has a Body Count. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So and the lead singer of From First to Last is Skrillex. Skrillex, yes, which is lot. crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what's another uh, singer, old singer uh, from a band that is now something completely like different that a lot of people don't realize. Who? Um, well, and, and especially when this new band came out back in the day, I t was totally shocked who it was. Do you remember a band called I'm a Robot? Yeah. Like, uh, it was like they had that song, You make my life so dynamite. <laughs> yeah, but like, yeah. They, the singer of I'm a Robot is the singer of Edward Sharp and the Magnetic Zeros. No way. Yeah, if you really, if you look at that, you'll notice that. And when, when Ed, Edward Sharp and the Magnetic Zeros came out, 
back in what 2012, 2013. Yeah, yeah. They're like a folk, I, they're like a folk band. Yeah. Like a, uh, my friend Trey was just playing Magnetic Zeros. He's like, listen to this band. Tell me like if you think who you think this guy, the singer of this band is. I was like, I have no idea. It's just Edward Sharp. And he's just like, it's that's I'm a, it's the singer from I'm a Robot. And I was like, holy oh. shit, that's so awesome. And I love, I just love looking back at that every every time, just like. I look at my Spotify. I pass through I'm a Robot, and I have to listen because it's just. And then I go listen to <laughs> Edward Sharp. Like I love that fucking. Uh, I love making those little connections like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's um, crazy. Just showing that artists, certain artists that are all around, like they're just so unique and uh, different styles that they yeah. can uh, use or whatever. But um, yeah, any other like uh, any other like bands or or it doesn't um, even have to be something that you're into now. It could be something that you're like into a lot, like back in yeah. the day. Like well, again lately. Okay, so. Listening to a lot of Gen Z rap lately, which I'm loving. Uh, listening to a lot of punk lately. Yeah. And then I've also been listening to a lot of, like, kind of, like, R&B type of, like, singers. Yeah. Like, um, a lot of, like, uh, very, like, kind of soulful stuff. Like, very, like, vibing stuff. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. There's this person named Arlo Parks. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, they're really good. Um, uh, let me think right now. There's an artist named Benny. Okay, so yeah. B-E-N-E-E. Okay. She's kind of like, I would almost say like almost like a Billie Eilish, but more like upbeat and more yeah, like, yeah. but she has that kind of like weird, like sultry voice. Mm-hmm. And she like, it's funny how like all these, all these younger kids nowadays are kind of dressing like nineties with like the Jinkos and the choker necklaces. And, like, yeah. They're bringing she, it back. She dresses like that, like kind of like the Billie Eilish yeah, yeah. look, but she's great. Ball chain necklace or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but that whole, uh, there, there's an artist named Mallrat okay. from Australia. Is she, okay. Oh, she, she, she's yeah. so great, man. Like she's just like. Her music is so like poppy. Yeah. But it's like I love it. I'm so obsessed with it, and like I listen to it all the time. Uh, me and you did. Me and you ever talk about on that podcast on your podcast playlist with people um, about that guy who has that YouTube channel Hate Five Six. Yeah. He, about he the hardcore, hardcore and punk and stuff. stuff. Yeah. I, I I keep I'm I'm still watching it every like almost every other yeah. day like. Um, he's releasing such good shit. Like he's released, uh, he's been releasing these old videos of like uh, saves the day. Oh and my like, god! Oh yeah, um, I saw that one. Yeah, and uh, um, have heart. They did that big yeah, Boston they, yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. Um, I love that hardcore shit, man. Have, yeah. you, have you listened to that band Gulch? Um, Gulch, no, no, Dude. no. Dude, Dillinger Escape Plan. Some Dillinger footage, Escape Plan. Some footage That's that he OG. that guy's been releasing some crazy footage. There's this foot. There's this video that he released of them performing at this festival, like Crazy Fest or something like that, somewhere. I don't know where it is, but it's. it's always, like a, I think it's always this is hardcore. Yeah, it's a festival he always records at. Yeah, but he's also been releasing some old videos mm. of like older, like back in the fo- day older shows. footage, like 2002 and shit. Yeah, and uh, there's this video of Dillinger Escape Plan playing at this festival where there's like a ocean behind them. Whoa! And the the singer of Dillinger's Escape Plan is like holding the mic stand up in the air, and then all of a sudden he just takes the mic stand and just throws it into the ocean, <laughs> into the water. Yeah, and also <laughs> in that same video, the same performance, the guitar player of Dillinger Escape Plan, in the first song, he takes his guitar and smashes it and demolishes it in the first song, and which is just funny because normally they do that at the end. They're like we don't have any other guitars, yeah, yeah. man. And then, fucking... and then yeah, he went and grabbed another guitar, but. He didn't even break. I don't even think he broke a string. He's or like, anything. where's the other guitar? That's a band that is just so awesome. They have that famous video of the singer being all calm when they're about to start, and then all of a sudden the drummer just goes gah, 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 and then they start, and he, the, the singer just runs across everybody's heads for like, literally probably like six feet, like runs far and like. Dillinger Escape Plan. Yeah, fucking. Is that so? Dillinger Four. 
Dillinger 4. Is, that's that, an, is, is that, that Dillinger Escape Plan, but like different? I don't think I've, so. I've heard of Dillinger Escape Plan, and I've heard of Dillinger 4. I've heard of Dillinger 4, I've never 4, known yeah. if they were the same group. I wonder. No, I don't. Rebranded. Yeah. Like, you I know, Sublime with band. Rome? Yeah, yeah. It's Wait, like that situation. You know, Sublime like with, with Rome. Rome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it that situation where hey, they were that, the new Hey, the, the new guy in Sublime with Rome is is just as good. I, I, my, I, I, uh... I mean, Bradley. No, not not just as good. Let's yeah. say Bradley Noel is obviously a legend, but he's he's he is he's, he's wearing the hat. He's handling it very well. Yeah, and he's yeah. Uh, he doesn't seem like a pompous, you know, like. Uh, if guy. you like Sublime, yeah. you still want to see Sublime, and you're sad that you can't. Yeah. It's like if Nirvana got he's a new singer good. that wasn't Kurt Cobain. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But he did it enough to where you were like, I like this. Yeah, yeah. Then why yeah. people people are people are too mad at it? Where yeah. they're like, it's not Bradley. And you're like, hey, yeah. calm down, dude. Like it's Sublime. You wanted to see Sublime. You're seeing yeah. Sublime. Have fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what's cool about this place is that they have uh, they have um, uh, Pac-Man. Yeah, it's a little arcade. You can play it for free. They don't, you don't even have to charge. Oh, they have the coin thing on the side, but it's like a it's just for props. Yeah, it's still it's just you could still just we go over play there and play for free. Bit, yeah. So come here at Jobot and play uh, Pac-Man for yeah. free. But um, Jobot, yeah, this is a great. Place, yeah, man. this is an awesome place to be doing a podcast at. Um, I was telling Dustin, I never like in, coming to Phoenix. What I like about Phoenix is like every yeah. day. Or every like week, I'll discover a new place that I've never been to. That's so cool. That like I would, I would come here and hang out. Yeah, yeah, know, yeah. So. Yeah, it's a great place to hang out. I've been hanging out here for for years, um, and uh, I just wanted to. But you know, I on, on my podcast with every guest, I ask the same kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's a little. It's 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 not the most unique thing, but it is. It's a it's a way of seeing my get my guests uh, taste. And uh, we we, I saw you, we saw your taste with music, but what is your top five favorite movies? Movies. And it, does, and it doesn't have to be something so serious. It can right. be something off the top of your head. Yeah. Um, that you just think right now what your top five. Favorite yeah. Movies so my are. favorite movie of all time probably is Inglorious Bastards. Okay, that's I a great, that movie. great fucking movie. Yeah. It's just like front to back, like like that's the first time I saw. Um, the acting is amazing. The acting. What's that guy's name in the first scene? Uh, fuck. That uh, fucking. Oh, I always forget his name. Oh yeah, shit. I, I, I always want to say Christopher Walken. It's definitely Christopher, not Christopher Walken. Christopher. Oh no. Not Nolan either. Uh, shit. <laughs> damn it. Oh, oh my he's god. He's in Django. Because he hasn't in, been around in a while, obviously, because of just I've been I, I've been forgetting a lot of actors. But names. like that first scene of Inglorious Bastards. Christopher Waltz. Waltz. Christoph Waltz. Christoph Waltz. Christoph yeah, Waltz. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, 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 yeah. Christoph Waltz. That first scene yeah, yeah, in that yeah. movie, I'm like. This is the best actor I've ever seen. He's yeah, so, he's so good. He's yeah. such a creep, and he's so and Brad good Pitt at it. too, obviously. Brad right? Pitt, yeah, crazy yeah, yeah. in that movie. Yeah, it's um, it's crazy. It's a really good movie. Very brutal too. Very yeah. brutal. I love learning about like um in high school. I love learning about the Holocaust times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like that is just such a good movie. Um, it's a good revenge movie. It makes you fucking like yeah, yes, fuck yeah. They kill, yeah no yeah. spoiler alert. Yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, <laughs> they kill some dudes. Um, yeah, some dudes that are let's just say not very yeah, nice. Yeah. My other favorite movies, I guess, like that. Th- I, I only have one favorite movie. The rest of them are kind of like I don't. I've never made a list. Yeah. But I'm excited to do so. Yeah. Um, I think I'm gonna have to say Jurassic Park number one. Wow. Yes, that's a nostalgic movie. I, for I can me. watch that movie a lot. Yeah. I was afraid. I the first time I went to the movie theater, uh. To go see that, I didn't go in. Oh. I, I had to wait a while to go see that. I was too scared. You were a kid, and you, oh, I yeah. heard I overheard it because I think we showed up late, and I overheard dinosaurs through like before we walked in. 
and I was freaking out. I could not yeah. go inside. <laughs> that movie actually is pretty fucking scary. It like, is, man. If you're a kid. Yeah, if you're a kid and you like, why? It's like it's really good at making it like you know intense. Yeah. You know? I honestly think if dinosaurs came back, it wouldn't be scary. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We have like we would kill them immediately. You know, what yeah. I mean? like, if a T Rex walked through downtown Phoenix, like the military yeah, yeah. would be here and like National Guard. He, he would eat one or two people. Yeah, and it'd yeah, be yeah. Sad, but like. Dinosaurs are not a threat in our modern society. No, not real. at all. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. If they came back, no. Yeah, yeah, They'd yeah. get fucked up. We'd fuck them up. Yeah. Um, I also love... Uh, damn. I love Harry Potter just because I've always loved the books as a kid. Oh, dude, so my good. My favorite like, fantasy series. The first series. Harry Potter is just my favorite, obviously. Yeah, I so mean, like seeing them come to life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I read yeah. the books for like I, think, like... I think I read the books like... Seven years before the, the movie came out. The first one is where they're like, where they're playing Quidditch, right? The first, yeah. like, the real Quidditch shit. He, he finds out he's a wizard. Yeah. He comes to school. I love that. I love it's that. It's so magical. It's so sweet. And, like, yeah. now Harry Potter is just such a part of the culture. Yeah. But growing up, it was, like, a special thing for me. I, like, found it. The way I found Harry Potter was, like, was like a Harry Potter book. Oh, I was, nice, I was, nice. I was, I was in class, and I was kind of like, I heard about Harry Potter. Yeah. I was like, I'm not going to check this out. It seems like a nerdy thing. Yeah. I went to my, my, my homeroom class in school. Yeah. And I was the first one in class. There was no one there. And in front of me, in the like the basket, remember the baskets under the chairs in school? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a Harry Potter book, the first one. Yeah. And I was like, who does this belong to? And I picked it up, and no one's name. And I was like, I guess I'm gonna take this home. And I read it, and I fell in love. And so like, what was the controversy with that J.K. Rowling had a while back? Wasn't there a controversy with her I not don't know, having? Man. I think she just she apologized for someone making a transphobic statement. Like, oh, okay. Some guy made a very transphobic statement, and she kind of will like, she kind of brushed it off. She was like, ah, he's just what like. So it wasn't even that she said the statement. She defended a guy who made a shitty statement. Oh, okay. So, yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know, Maybe she was friends with him or something. I don't know, man. JK, it's like yeah. I, I have been separating the art from the artist so much lately. Yeah, it was so many different you know, like, people. Yeah, it's if, like, yeah. You're going to be mad at everyone. Like, I, it, it sucks when people do shitty things, but at the same time, I'm like, I like Harry Potter way before. And I, and I don't like Harry Potter because JK Rowling wrote Harry Potter. Yeah. But it could have been Bob Jenkins that wrote Harry Potter. I don't give yeah. a shit. It's a good book. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And I think something that, like, makes, like, there's there's a part of music, right, that doesn't, like, there, there's a force behind music that doesn't make any sense, right? There's something behind music where it's, like, there's things that don't need to make, they, they can't make any sense, and that's what makes the music good. Yeah. It's, like, and, and maybe their lifestyle choices and their whatever don't make any sense. And that's what is make something. That's yeah. a powerful force behind the music, um, which is when you find like a band that you like a lot. You like their yeah. songs. You say, yeah. "Well, he doesn't think Mexicans should be in America." And you're like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, "That's yeah. a different thing." Like, you yeah. know, that, that's shitty. Yeah, but yeah. like, the songs aren't about Mexicans not being in America. You know, yeah, so yeah. like, I like the songs. So it's we have, we have. Okay, we did Harry Potter. We all the first in, one was Harry Potter and Glorious Bastards, Bastards, Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park. Also, uh, two more off the top of my head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, let's do uh, Space Jam, man. Yes, that yes. that movie changed my childhood. I watched it every day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. movies that when you're a kid, you watch them every fucking day. So fucking good. Actually, good write, good comedy writing. Yeah. Uh, Bill Murray's in Bill it. Bill Murray. Uh, the dude from uh, Seinfeld in it. Oh yeah, yeah. Jason. Newman. Oh no, you know that guy. Yeah, Michael yeah. Michael Jordan's in it. Like, yeah. All the all the tunes. Yes, it's actually a funny fucking good movie. It was one of the first things I saw where it was like real life mixed with cartoons. Yes, yes, yes. So fuck you if you're a movie critic, but Space Jam's a great movie. Oh no, I think everybody loves that movie, right? It's making um, some hate recently. Yeah, really. I mean, some random hate. Yeah. Oh really? What's the hate behind? Some, I heard some people being like, "You go back and watch it, and it's actually a really bad movie." And I was oh, like, "Oh really? Fuck you guys. Uh, it's great." No, it's great. It's just my childhood. My yeah. fifth movie. I'm gonna say. Um, 
God damn it. Um, this one's hard. I don't know. Uh, shit. Yeah. I'll, do, I'll do another childhood one. I used to love Homeward Bound, man. Oh, Homeward yes. Jesse. <laughs> Chance or no, and Shadow. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why I was the thinking. Dogs, yeah. It's two dogs and yeah. a cat. They get Chance. lost from their family. Yeah, it's a heartwarming tale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that a little weird to watch now as a kid, as an adult. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. like the, the, the dogs aren't moving their mouths; they're just talking. Yeah, I know. It's it like, is weird. Yeah. It's weird to imagine like an old guy in a sound booth. And doing the cat, the, voice the cat acting. one is always like, oh, oh my god, oh, my god. oh no, do it. yeah. It's just, uh, yeah, it's like. And the shadows like this old gold sexist. retriever. <laughs> yeah. Shadows this old gold retriever. And he's like, oh Peter. Yes, I love I you so much, Peter. Man. And then You're it's like the, boy, the woman Peter. female cat voice. It's like, oh, oh my god, shadow. Don't do it. Yeah. It's a weird movie to watch yeah. as an adult, but I still loved it, and it had sentimental value as yeah. a kid. No, it's a so fucking fifth great movie. movie. I, I definitely cried probably like watching Glorious that. Bastards and Homeward Bound. Ruben. Yeah, yeah, really, yeah, yeah. Two sides of the spectrum. We man. show, yeah, your, your, uh, the levels of It's called um, diversity. Yeah. <laughs> um, is, so this has been fucking great. I want to thank yeah. you for... Um, uh, doing my podcast, you know, we both have done each other's podcast now, and um, I want to thank you for coming to JoeBot with me, and um, you know, uh, taking time out of your day. Uh, is there any social networking or anything like that that you want to shout out, or any shows that you have coming up? Yeah, so I have a show at uh, a place called Cobalt in Phoenix. Yeah, yeah. yeah. On May fifth, so if you hear this before May fifth, mm -hmm. go to that show. It's going to be great. Uh, I'm just doing comedy wherever I can right now. I'm not booked on anything coming up, so mm -hmm. book me if you have a comedy show. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but my social media, my Instagram is where I'm most active. You can find me. It's brownish spider. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's B brownish spider and then underscore at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my name on Instagram. Ruben Gonzalez is harder to spell yeah, yeah, than yeah. even that, believe it or not. And your so podcast? Podcast is Playlist with People. We're also on Instagram, but, you know, Spotify, iTunes, wherever you listen to podcasts, check out Playlist with People. Make sure you check out Dustin and mine episode. Yeah, yeah, It was yeah. a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, I want to thank everybody for watching the podcast. Uh, subscribe to my YouTube channel. Um, I have my ins my Instagram is Dustin Hadlock, all lowercase, uh, all one word. Um, we also have a Instagram for the house that I live in that we're throwing events at. Um, we're having a show June fifth, a smaller show, but then a bigger one later in June. But follow um, Moreland House. Phoenix, uh, M-O-R-E-L-A-N-D, Phoenix, P-H-X, on Instagram for all the details on the shows that we're having. And uh, we'll be, I'll be releasing some new sketches and new podcasts on my YouTube channel, so look out for that. Uh, thanks again to Joe Bod for letting us do thanks a so podcast much, yeah. here. It was great for 10 food. out of 10 wings, legit. Like, yeah, the this hospitality. This is one of the best wings I've had in recent memory. Yeah, so. yeah. Good food, good hospitality, uh, good location. And uh, yes. thanks again, and uh, appreciate it, everybody. Thank you very much. Have a good thanks, night guys. or a good day. Have a good one. Thank you.